Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt, owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. We're going to talk about five tips for energy boosters. (laughs) We all need a little energy right now, don't we? I don't know about you, but in the Midwest, it has been groggy. We have not seen the sun in several weeks. The holidays are done, and we're in this long stretch until spring. Now, I live in the Midwest, so we have learned to have winter habits and hobbies and make the most of it. But that doesn't mean that you don't get a little groggy when the sun is gone, when it's cold outside and you're stuck indoors just a little bit longer. So let's talk about five tips for energy boosters to get us through this phase. These tips are supporting three major areas. The first one is the mind. Not just mindset, but your actual mind. What are you around? What you're around you become. Have you ever been around happy people and you just leave happy? You leave energized? You feel good? You don't even know why? You laughed a lot? You don't even know why? (laughs) Have you been around negative people? Negative meetings? negative customers, and it just ruins your day. All that negative energy has just been passed along to you in which you will pass along to others. So we'll be talking a little bit about tips on the mind, what we want to be around, what we want to become. The second area these tips are going to focus on is the body. How are we going to optimize the temple so that it treats you well? Oftentimes when we're in burnout, We are too tired to cook, so we get fast food. We eat processed foods, we over-caffeinate it, and we're just pouring gasoline on these poor organs that are strained. But imagine, just like any vehicle, just like anything you really take care of, when it's optimized, how great it feels and operates. Your body is no different. It is meant to withstand healthy stress. But when we don't take care of it, It doesn't have that resiliency armor that it used to to bounce back. So it falters, it cracks, it dents. And instead of repairing it or getting back on track or having a good day maybe tomorrow instead of today, we put more fire on. We put more gasoline on the fire. We repeat these poor habits and we start destructing the body. So the second area we're going to focus on is the body. The third is the soul. What type of work are you doing? Certainly we all got to do some work we don't like. But do you have some purposeful work through the day? When you're in burnout, it is dark. You're probably cynical, have some resentment. It's going to be hard to find that purposeful work. But I want you to stick with it because as you move through this darkness and back into the light, you're going to find it. Are you serving others? And what's your true identity actions? Who are you? Through these five energy booster tips, We're going to refocus your mind, body, and soul out of the darkness and back into the light, out of zombie mode, and back to liveliness. The first tip is, how do you unwind to recover both emotionally and physically? It's often in my workshops when I ask this question that people just don't live outside of work anymore. Outside of obligations, distractions, and outside requests, they don't actually have a life anymore. And because we evolve as humans, because we grow up and change our styles, find our own personalities, 
we're actually not the same people we were last year, five years ago, 10 years ago. What do you even like? Great question. So it's time to get into journaling, counseling, get into moving to start cycling through all those thoughts that are jumbled up in your mind and give it some air, some space to think. Grab a support group of things that you went through and what's worked for other people similar to you. Start trialing new hobbies. And when you do find a hobby you like, keep going. And then move into the other areas that we just talked about. Support groups within that hobby. Hobby groups. Journaling about those hobbies. Writing about those hobbies. Reading about those hobbies. Watching documentaries about those hobbies. How are you going to unwind to recover both emotionally and physically? And that supports all three of the areas we just talked about. Mind, body, and soul. So the tip number one is... How are you going to find an outlet outside of work, obligations, distractions to unwind? Now, the next thing, before we even move on to the next tip, the next thing I want to address is the excuse you already have in your mind. I don't have time. I know this because I coach people. I know this because I've done workshops. I know this because after keynote speeches, people ask me. They don't have time. I want you to know that time is all relative to the user of it. I'm a single working mom of three. I definitely know I don't have time. But I started managing what I was doing with my time and suddenly it started reappearing as if I was creating time. I got off streaming services and suddenly I had time in the end of my night to do some of my hobbies. Journal, read, and reduce the activities that I had before bed so I could have a more soundly sleep. Others, they reduce phone time, social media, They reduce some of their extra commitments outside of work and running around with the kids so that they can start to get back to their true identity. That's not selfish. That's true identity work. How are you supposed to serve people if you're in burnout, if you don't have energy? So how will you reroute your time to unwind? Tip number one. Tip number two is check your cynicism at the door. You cannot control anyone except yourself. Evaluate where you're giving up your ideals, giving up your hobbies, and stop living in other people's lives. I have people that are doing amazing things. I have people I've coached who are just pure angels here on earth, and yet they think they're not doing enough. When I ask them what they're comparing to, they're comparing themselves to other people on social media. Other people they see out in the community, or work with. But the interesting thing is, you are not that person, nor they are you. You cannot control this person, nor can they control you. So that means we don't really have the full story of that person. And I'll tell you that some of those people that look like they have everything together, they don't have anything together. Everyone has their own journeys they're on, their own challenges and hurdles they're working through. If you take yourself away from comparison, cynicism almost whips itself away. That poison drinking daily no longer appears. And you can get back to your ideals and hobbies instead of trying to live in someone else's world. Tip number two is check your cynicism at the door. Stop living in other people's lives and start living in yours. Tip number three. Reflect on destructive patterns. Ooh boy, this is a reflective one. If you haven't caught on through this podcast yet, yes, we are always talking about you because you only have control of you. 
And imagine if you start taking that control, changing the actions and habits, what different outcomes you would get. So tip number three is reflect on destructive patterns. Make a plan and how you're gonna keep yourself accountable. Is it talking to your partner? Talk to your plants, talk to your pets, talk to your friends, your family, your coworkers. Talk to me, schedule a coaching session, let's talk, let's make a plan and I'll hold you accountable. Share it with others, grab outside support and trash the excuses. As a third party coach, it's fairly easy to catch excuses because you see the plan. You see how excited someone is to take such plan. They make all the steps. They get all the tools and the planners and everything in place. And the moment that something creeps in to reroute them, they quit. Insert excuse. The moment that something becomes hard, they stop. They pause. They get fearful that they're going to fail. Insert the excuse. How are you going to hold yourself accountable? Tip number four, what isn't working needs to be rerouted. Don't just quit. You don't lose until you quit. Reroute. If your morning routine isn't working, try something new. If you are unable to get to the gym, try an at-home routine. If you are having proactive conversations at work and the outcomes are not working, talk to someone else to see what might be going wrong, what else you could do. Stress is healthy and manageable when given the right coping skills, but we need to reroute. We need to take a different turn, a detour, instead of just quitting, leaving our car in the ditch. That has no good outcome, does it? We talk about these reroutes often in the Burnout Compass program. I hope that you go on my website and check it out. It's a four-week online course to move you from zombie mode back to liveliness through four transformational checkpoints in which you'll get an education video, work through worksheets, and get follow-up measures for the months after to continue your journey. Tip number five. Experimentation leads you to continue on through behaviors of change to higher energy and performance. Explore the world in which you feel, you know, your true identity is re-energized in the environment. There's people that don't like to go outside. So don't go outside to be re-energized. Maybe yours is an indoor activity. Certainly, I love to be outside. Anytime I do outside activities, I feel better. I feel refreshed. But that's not for everyone. Where do you get re-energized? What people do you hang around that when you're done... You're on this high for days after. You can't wait to see them again. Do that more. How can you repeat that? I have some people that I've coached in the past where they have certain hobby groups that once they hang out with them, they're just so happy for days. They're excited to go into work on Monday because they had a great weekend. They lived their life. Because they don't eat often, I ask them, isn't there other groups that you can also join? Isn't there online options? Isn't there exploration you can do with the library, documentaries, exploring the history of this hobby, going to fairs or festivals in which this hobby is present? Experiment. Explore. We are evolving whether we want to or not. But if we don't take hold of that evolution, we're stagnant. That's where that zombie mode comes in. The world is growing around us. The connections are growing around us. The communities are growing around us. But if we isolate and stay where we're at today, we will be left behind in the dark. 
and I want you to step into the light just through a little bit of experimentation. But in order to explore, you need to know who you are and where you want to go. I want you to cycle back to a previous podcast episode in which we talk about true identity work. We also address that again in the Burnout Compass program. So the five tips I want you to focus around mind, body, and soul energy boosters is unwind to recover both emotionally and physically. How are you going to live your life outside of these obligations, distractions, and work? Tip number two is check your cynicism at the door. You cannot control anyone except yourself. Take accountability for your actions and stop living in other people's lives. Tip number three, reflect on these destructive patterns that you keep repeating. And how are you going to hold yourself accountable? Is it external forces like a coach? Or are you going to find it inside you, the beast inside you, to finally do the things you need to do? to make a change. Trash the excuses. Tip number four, what isn't working needs to be rerouted. Stop quitting, you automatically lose. Reroute. That's the whole part of the process that you need to trust. That's the transformation part in which you discover who you are. What doesn't work, you move on. What does work, you continue doing and expand. Welcome to true identity work. And tip number five, experimentation leads you through change to higher energy and performance. It re-energizes you. So how are you going to surround yourself in an environment in which you can experiment and explore? If you're having a hard time thinking through these five tips, I want you to grab up the transformation challenge on my website. It's free. It's a four-week video challenge to start to mix you up a little bit and experiment with this world outside of your stagnant zombie mode. I know you're not lazy. Most people in burnout are high performers, those serving others before themselves. Don't discount this step today, the step in which you focus on your self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the journey. Rediscovering energy through new actions and habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions and the beast to do hard things that lies within you. Check out more burnout resources on my website to move from zombie mode back to liveliness. See you soon.